Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Fantasy Football, the Brodo Fantasy Football Podcast. Wow, I pulled a Tim there, and I was going to start it off by saying the uh, Fantasy Football by Brodo Podcast. Welcome today. I'm your host today. Tim's not here. When Tim missed his episode last time, it's because the babies were sick, and now Tim is sick, um, so he's out today. Um, but don't worry, it is not just me solo. Very special guest for you. We got Clay FF Pulse, of course, the uh, the Brodo DFS mastermind here with me today to go through the week six slate. Of course, news and notes to start. Then we're going to play a little game called What Do We Do With This Guy? Spotlighting several different players that uh, that are in bad spots, good spots. Who knows? We'll see. Um, guys like DJ Moore, Sneak Peek, guys like Ramondre Stevenson. Um, discuss those guys and see what we're going to be doing with them in the fantasy landscape. Um, and we're going to be looking at my rankings, and we are going to be um, going through the Patreon mailbag. That is the second half of the episode. Go to patreon.com slash Fantasy to join up there. This episode, of course, is brought to you by the Fantasy Football by Broto app. Everything you need in the palm of your hand. True matchup rank is out now as well. Five weeks of data. Now is when it really starts to get rolling. Um, we also have a new tool that Cass created, a Monday Night Miracle tool <clears throat> where you could input players and your scores, and it gives you a percent chance of you winning, which is just so much fun and a Super cool, to- super cool tool. So as little as three dollars a month, and you get a ton of extras, and you get to join the Discord and hang out with all of us in the all the, all us Broto folk. So go ahead and do that. But let's dive into the episode, shall we? And then I'll introduce Clay, and we'll get going. Let's go. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Broto Fantasy Football Podcast, presented by BrotoFantasy.com and the Fantasy Football by Broto app. The only tool you need to dominate fantasy football. All right. I'm here with my man Clayton Jones. What up, Clay? Hey, what's up, Mike? How you doing, man? Good. How about you? I'm good, good. Thanks. Big shout out to Clay for getting on here. Um, as we know, Tim is sick, but he was a, a last minute scratch. So shout out to Clay for being able to uh to step up and, and fill in for Tim here, so thanks, Clay. No problem. Ready to dive right into the player news? Oh, yeah. Let's do it. So, firstly, I'm going to start with probably the the biggest news in fantasy football currently, and that's the Jerry Judy trade rumors. Um, Rumors are flying. Jerry Judy does play in tonight's game. We are recording on a Thursday, so it's going to be very interesting to see his role in tonight's game. But trade rumors are flying everywhere that he's going to be definitely on the move. Um, it's, it's been a rough year for him so far, um, as a Denver Bronco, the injury, and then just his, his ceiling has been capped in that offense. Is there a specific spot that you want to see him get moved to? I mean, he's not going to go to the chiefs. So I, I really just want to see him go to a spot where he can thrive, to be honest, but I don't, I don't know where he could land that we would thrive. I mean, maybe the lions, but I think they're kind of, Still have their chips on Jameson Williams, but I mean he's been an absolute disaster. <laughs> yeah. I uh, I would really like to see Jerry Judy on the Chiefs. Now that you mention it, um, that would be a lot of fun. But they need a wide receiver option. But I don't know. Uh, that they don't seem to be the the Colts seem to be a big team currently in that mix. Even though they have you know Michael Pittman, Josh Downs, and company. Do you think a move to the Colts would be worse for Judy, a lateral move, better for Judy? I think it can help him. Uh, I mean, he's more – I'd say he's more explosive than Michael Pittman, but 
Michael Pittman's been demanding a lot of targets. He's pretty had a pretty strong target share. He's had multiple games of 10-plus targets. So I, I think Judy needs to go where he can be the alpha. I mean, that's also based on reporting. Um, Cecil Lammy does a lot of reporting on the Broncos, and he reports that, you know, Judy kind of likes to be the diva, be the alpha, be the guy. So yeah. I don't think there's a lot of spots where he could go and do that. Yeah, I mean, Jerry Judy has his entire career been – the guy before reaching the NFL. So I could see him getting frustrated in, in the situation that he's currently in when you got guys like Brandon Johnson getting a ton of targets per game for the Broncos. Following up, staying with the Broncos, Greg Dolchik was activated um, from the IR and is actually going to play tonight. Um, Dolchik was a big, you know, a pretty big target for many people. He was a right on the tight end 12 ranking list type of guy. How do you feel? How do you see Dolchuk getting uh, getting back into this offense? Do you think he's going to return to uh, you know that low end tight end one basket with guys like Logan Thomas, Cole Komet, or do you think it's going to take some time for him to get back into uh, fantasy relevance? I think it'll take him a little bit of time. Um, I know week one he was splitting some work. Um, I can't remember who he was splitting with, but he was splitting a little bit of work in week one. He had five targets, and I think the other tight end had five targets as well. So Adam it's going to take – Was it? Probably. Adam Trout. Yeah. A second. But, I mean, the Broncos may want to run more two tight end sets because they want to run the ball because Sean Payton's stuck on running the ball, even though he has Marvin Mims. <laughs> I mean, they have the personnel to do a lot of 11, but I think he wants to, you know, run the rock. So Yeah. Yeah, Sean Payton has been a – I don't know. It's been a disasterful start to his tenure as the Broncos head coach after all the shit he talked about Nathaniel Hackett following up from last season. So we'll see how it goes. If they, if they, uh, I mean, they traded all these picks for Russell Wilson. They traded a first round pick for Sean Payton. So for them to be in a situation where they're going to be sellers, that's just pretty wild. Yeah, not not a good look. <laughs> uh, Travis Kelsey's returning tonight. Not going to dive into that too much because it is a Thursday night game and. This is going to be released on Friday morning. Deshaun Watson, um, we know he missed week four. He was like a late scratch. He was uncertain if he was going to play the week five bye. And now on a Friday, he's already scratched for week six with a shoulder injury. Um, Certainly not ideal, not a great outlook going forward as well if he was scratched this early with a shoulder injury. Going against the 49ers, P.J. Walker is the backup and is likely to be the starter now heading into this week's game. Is there anyone you're trusting in this offense? I feel like uh, Amari Cooper, I'm likely downgrading him to like wide receiver 35-ish at best. Um, is there anyone you feel comfortable starting on the on the uh, the Browns? No. <laughs> nope. Not Elijah Moore. Njoku is still recovering from the burns, even though he played last, last time out. So absolutely not. Yeah. I don't. I think I'm with you. Even Cooper, uh, a couple weeks ago. I mean, it wasn't PJ Walker QB. PJ Walker's had some shown some flashes in the past, but against the 49ers, it's going to be tough. Um, yeah. Jeff Wilson was activated off the IR, and he is uh he's back. Apparently, the OC said he looks like he's ready to play. Um, people think they have a, he has a good chance to suit up um, in the Miami Dolphins locker room. We know that Devon Chain is now out, and Raheem Mostert's not a guy who's going to get 100% of carries. Do you think Jeff Wilson, if active right away, has that flex appeal that the Miami RB2 has had all year? Or are you uh, are you going to play it safe with Jeff Wilson and maybe keep him on your bench another week? 
I'm waiting a week. I just saw the report about him popping up with a rib injury. So I'm, I'm holding off a week. Uh, I think you're probably better off playing Salvin Ahmed if you really want to dig deep in that Dolphins backfield, and I'm sure he's available in tons of leagues. So if you needed a plug-and-play flex, I, I would try Ahmed. Yeah. Um, I I think I'd go Wilson over Salvin Ahmed, but, yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if he's the one who gets the carries. I know a lot of people are on the Chris Brooks train now too, the UDFA running back. I'd probably just use Raheem Mostert and wait on anyone else in that backfield at least a week and see how it goes. Um, Austin Eckler <clears throat> practiced in full this uh, yesterday and today, so he's back. He said he was going to be back after the bye week. He's on the, that uh, that podcast, and he said he's like 99% returning this week, so he's back. Um, Tony Pollard was limited in practice today, but that's nothing to be too concerned about either. After a couple down weeks, he gets this tremendous matchup against the Chargers. I don't think there's anything... Um, to worry about there somewhere to worry about the fun, uh, surprising big time wide receiver tank Dell, um, the rookie concussion did not practice on Thursday, not looking like he's, uh, going to play if he's still in the concussion protocol. Um, not ideal. Are you looking at Robert Woods or are you just sticking with Nico Collins here? If Dell is unable to go, um, I'm sticking with Nico. I mean, Woods. If you, if you need five points, sure, play Robert Woods, but I, I'd rather go for the ceiling Nico. Yeah, fair enough. Uh, I miss when Robert Woods was like a easy top 20 wide receiver every single week. Most of the days. Um, Chris Olave up, upgraded, to a, upgraded to a full participant, so he is back. Um, and Well, he's not back. He's, he's going to play. He's ready to go. Um, so nothing to worry about there. The only issue I have is that the Saints passing offense has not been the same since Derek Carr got hurt. So if he uh that's that's the issue there because Chris Olave has kind of been a, a bust, I'd say. It's hard to call him a bust because he's been healthy. He's been like at least semi decent one on the field, but he hasn't had that big splash game. He hasn't found the end zone often. He hasn't put up like um big numbers consistently. A lot of it has to do with the Derek Carr injury, but Against this week against the Texans, who have been very good against opposing wide receivers over the last this season and last season, um, how are you feeling about Chris Olave this week? Do you still see him as a wide receiver one, or are you downgrading him more to like a wide receiver two, or or even a wide receiver three this week? He's probably a wide receiver two, but I mean it's probably just going to be the Alvin Kamara show. I mean the Texans are a great matchup on the ground, like you said. I think they're just going to take advantage of that. Rest Derek Carr's arm, keep peppering him with targets. So I don't see a lot of air yards for uh, Olave. Yeah, Alvin Kamara has had a ridiculous start to the season. This guy got 13 receptions his first week back and then 20 plus carries his second week back. So anyone who drafted Alvin Kamara on the discount, as as we, uh, you know, we said that would, that would be a good idea this offseason, definitely reaping the benefits now um, heading into heading into week six. Um, Elijah Mitchell returned to practice today as well. So Jordan Mason had a nice run as the backup to uh, as the backup in uh, in San Fran um, to CMC, of course. But I think the Jordan Mason show is likely over as long as Elijah Mitchell is back. I think he's the clear backup running back on this team. Um, Jameer Gibbs, though, did not practice yet again. Uh, David Montgomery has been an absolute star this season are you just gearing him up as a 
um, RB1 again this week. And I know you're a DFS guy. Is David Montgomery someone you're targeting in DFS as well? Yeah, the, the days of the vaunted Bucks run defense is over. I mean, Swift absolutely torched him last time out for over 150 rushing yards. So, yeah, absolutely. I mean, if David Montgomery is going to have that role entirely to himself, yeah, he's an RB1. I think he's RB5 on the season. So, Yeah, the dude has been absolutely balling this year. It was funny because I missed on uh, David Montgomery this offseason. He wasn't someone I was targeting, but I was way lower on Jameer Gibbs than most others. So. I kind of, I probably should have been on David Montgomery. I just thought they were going to vulture each other more. I just didn't, I didn't think Gibbs would be able to return uh, his third round or fourth round ADP, but I definitely didn't think David Montgomery would just become a, a star uh, fantasy player in that Lions offense. He's looking like one of the biggest uh, steals of the fantasy season thus far. And sticking with the Lions, um, Amon Ross St. Brown, full participant on Thursday. So he should be back. Um, is he another guy that you would be targeting in DFS, especially if Sam Laporte is unable to go? Absolutely. Yeah, Laporte has been a monster, but uh, I think it's about time for Amon Ra to get back on track. He's kind of been disappointing this year, mostly because of injuries. But, yeah, I would expect him to have a big week this week. Yeah, sticking with Sam Laporte, a DNP on Thursday with a calf injury. Um, you can't really trust, like, Brock Wright or anyone else from that tight end room, right? If uh, if Sam Laporte is unable to go, not even like a, a minimum priced Brock Wright. <laughs> I mean, try because uh, you know golf likes the middle of the field, but uh, I might I would look elsewhere. Yeah, fair enough. Um, this one's a a fun one to bring up to you. Zay Jones did not practice on Thursday. This is why you got to get in the Discord because we have a lot of fun with each other. Um, uh, Clay was saying that Zay Jones was a good buy low candidate before last week. Some people were saying, like, why are you buying low on Zay Jones? And then Zay Jones caught a touchdown right away in his return. And then, of course, he got injured and he's out again now, looking like he's going to be out for week six, which certainly not uh, not ideal. But I think Clay will say stash Zay Jones and keep him on your roster for when he does return healthy. Right, Clay? I mean, you, you can't teach size. He's 6'5", 200-plus pounds. So, I mean, he's been a red zone target as well. And it, it seems like the offense, it just clicks when he's out there. I don't know why when Ridley and Kirk, it doesn't quite flow as well. But when Zay's out there with Kirk and Ridley, it seems to flow beautifully. So, Yeah, they definitely had their best performances this season with all three of them healthy and on the field. So that is a, that is a good point um, you just made. T. Higgins. So this is looking promising that he'll play against the Seahawks. The Seahawks are actually the number one team in points over average right now for opposing wide receivers, which is glorious if you have um, Jamar Chase. But if T. Higgins plays, <clears throat> that would also be a must start, I think. Um, obviously, returning from an injury, we know T. Higgins in the past returning from an injury has screwed you um, being active and played like five snaps and getting you zero points. I still think he's a must-play option if he... Uh, if he goes, McClay, I want to ask you, one, if T. Higgins plays, are you um, just inserting him back in? If he doesn't, how do you feel about Tyler Boyd and even Trenton Irwin, who saw 10 targets last week without T. Higgins? I think you, I mean, for where you drafted Higgins, uh, I mean, I remember best ball, he was going in like the early third. So I think you kind of have to based on what your roster probably looks like. Um, but if he's not in, I probably would. I might take a look at Trenton Irwin. I'm kind of, I mean, Tyler Boyd's, he's been there for so long. We kind of know who he is. He occasionally has a breakout game, but 
I'd rather take a chance on Irwin. Yeah, fair enough. Um, probably going to be very under-rostered or low-rostered in DFS as well, I'd assume. Um, Traylon Burks did not practice on Thursday. Um, last time he played was in week three against the Browns, looking like a, another maybe lost season for Traylon Burks. Um, DeAndre Hopkins should likely get a bunch of targets there. Anything to say about Traylon Burks? Any interest in Nick Westbrook Akine um, playing in London, I believe, this weekend the, the Titans are? Or am I getting the London game wrong? Uh, no, you're right. No, I, I would probably just say rest in peace, Burks. I just, it just, it ain't happening. <laughs> you can't make yeah, that right? happen. Like, yeah. And there's really nobody else. I mean, Chig, Chig Oconco can't even beat out Nis, Nick Westbrook Akine for targets. Yeah. I mean, it's just bad. <laughs> yeah. Tajay Spears, the bright spot. <laughs> True. And it's just, it's crazy to think that the the Titans, like, were so high on Traylon Burks that they traded A.J. Brown basically to draft Burks. And now he is who he is. Um, definitely a, a bad first couple of years to start so far. Um, let's see if he could turn it around. But Miles Sanders remains sidelined for Thursday's practice. He's been battling a growing issue for several weeks now. Over the last two weeks, he's been out touched by Chuba Hubbard. Um, look, Miles Sanders hasn't been very effective and he's been dealing with an injury, which does, which like the fact that he's not practicing on Thursday makes me think that maybe they're just leaning towards giving him a week off to try to get back, um, get back right. Um, but going against the Dolphins, if Sanders isn't able to go, Chuba Hubbard, we know he could catch some passes. We know he's not going to like burn anybody on the ground, but any interest in uh, Chuba Hubbard, if Miles Sanders is unable to go this week. Yeah, absolutely. Miami is uh, top 10 in true matchup rank versus RB. So, yeah, I would definitely plug in Chuba as a low-end low RB too, especially since he's, he can catch passes. Yeah, I think the pass-catching ability is uh, is definitely what can give him some, uh, some value this week if Sanders is unable to go. Now, Saquon Barkley practiced again on Thursday. People thought he'd return last week. He did not. Um, and now the hope is that he returns this week. I do think it's promising that he practiced on Wednesday and now Thursday as well. Saquon is obviously a guy that you uh, you plug and play right away, no matter what, um, if he returns. But Daniel Jones also dealing with a um, a neck injury. What type of do you think there's a big downgrade going from DJ to Tyrod Taylor or? You can't really use any of the weapons anyway, anyways, besides Darren Waller. So assuming Barkley and Waller are active, um, how are you viewing them if it, if it is Tyrod Taylor um, taking the snaps this week? It's probably about the same. I mean, you could you could maybe even make an argument that Jalen Hyatt gets a, a small bump since Taylor likes to push it deep. So but I, I think they're about the same. They're negligible. Fair enough, um, which does not – bode confidence for Daniel Jones in his five-year contract, I think, um, or no. four-year contract, however long it was. Um, ended off with not necessarily uh, fantasy news, but Ian Rappaport reported that the Panthers plan to simplify things for Bryce Young heading into week six. Not what you want to hear um, for an 0-5 team with a rookie quarterback when the number two overall pick, C.J. Stroud, has been absolutely balling out, yet to throw an interception, has just been lighting the world on fire as a rookie through his first five games, and you got Bryce Young, who the Panthers are saying, you know, let's simplify things here a little bit. Adam Thielen has been the only 
reasonable play so far in Carolina. He's actually been very good so far in Carolina, but are you taking any, taking this into consideration at all when it says that they're trying to simplify things for Bryce Young or it's just kind of like, I mean, we kind of expected the Panthers offense to struggle this year with the rookie quarterback. No, it's it's stealing. It's stealing and that's it. I, I was kind of holding out, holding the candle, leaving the candlelight on for Chark, but he can't stay healthy. I think he flashed last week, but he's never been a guy you can depend on. It's it's just strictly stealing. Yeah, um, even Sanders, like we mentioned, but maybe Chuba Hubbard if Sanders is out. But with that being said, that's the uh, the player news. Um, as I mentioned earlier, head on over to patreon.com slash Fantasy to listen to the rest of the episode where Clay and I are going to be going over rankings. Uh, we're going to be going over the mailbag, and we are going to play What Do I Do With This Guy? where we discuss buy, sell, hold, drops, etc. about uh, several volatile or big names currently in the fantasy football space. Um, so... You could also get Discord access, um, as always. So come on over there, patreon.com slash protofantasy, if you want to listen to the rest of the show. Um, that's what it will be. All right. Thank you guys for listening, and see you in like two seconds if you're a patron. Later. <laughs> Later. <laughs>